Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Welcome to Top Stories, I am Andy Zaltzman. For today's top story from Bugle History, we go back to September 2011, and Silvio Berlusconi making another appearance in the biggest story of the week. The Italian rapscallion surpassed himself with a particularly passionate rant. It's issue 167 of the Bugle entitled Berlusconi, Hard to Swallow. Here I am with John Oliver. Top story this week, Italy Arpadeta is a no good! Andy, it's Are you auditioning for a pasta advert, John? <laughs> no, it's just I saw Scorsese. I want to show him that I can do Italian. Uh, it seems that Italy is about to join the list of countries who, economically speaking, are in a volcano of pain. They are the latest country to have their credit rating cut by Standard & Poor's, uh, who lowered it from A-plus to A. And that might not sound bad, A-plus to, you know, still A, but it really is the equivalent of having a financial testicle lopped off with a sole remaining testicle now hanging and swinging around nervously and looking extremely vulnerable. We've all been there. <laughs> Standard & Poor's. Explain the decision by citing Italy's weak growth and criticising Rome's response to the debt crisis so far, stating that its political uncertainty could hamper its recovery in the future. In response to that, Prime Minister, bugle favourite and career criminal Silvio Berlusconi <laughs> said the move was influenced by, and I quote, political considerations. And yes, that is true, Silvio. One of those key reasons being that you are in Italian politics, Berlusconi, <laughs> you complete horn dog. <laughs> So, that's right, Sylvia Berlusconi, the man who puts the dick into predictable, the prick <laughs> into what a prick, and the cock into absolutely anything that moves, and probably a fair few things that don't move as well. He's been rolling back the ish on. He has been doling out some absolutely vintage Berlusconi as his nation's economy has gone absolutely more tits up than the teenage girls that frequents his boudoir. Um... <laughs> He uh, apparently has been recorded in wiretapped conversations claiming that he had 11 women queuing outside his bedroom door, but had only managed to do eight of them. Now, that's <laughs> not necessarily the kind of mm -hmm. language that you want from your Prime Minister. I mean, we've been there, of course, in Neville Chamberlain's wilder days before the war, but um, 
Only eight out of eleven. That's rare restraint on the part of Berlusconi. Of course, was born uh-huh. sadly two thousand years too late to be vaguely acceptable. He also quipped uh, that he spent so much time chasing tail that he was only able to be prime minister quotes in his spare time. And presumably, Italy as a nation was thanking whatever gods it currently believes in for that. Just imagine the damage he could have done if he was concentrating on the job in hand, as opposed to never mind. It's not that kind of show. Family show. It's a, it's a family <laughs> show. It's uh, it's not so much the details exactly as as when this is happening. Italy has Europe's second largest debt level, and that cost is climbing as lenders to Italy have become very nervous about its ability to repay loans. Basically, if you lent any money to Italy recently, don't be surprised if when you turn up at Italy's house to collect it, a little girl opens the door and says, My daddy's not a homer right now. He tells you to go f*** yourself. <laughs> Come on, Martin. I can do it. I can do it. It'll be seamless. He's been sleeping. Um, sl- John's been sleeping with a horse's head on his pillow for the last ten years, Buglers, just to get himself into character. It doesn't help that Berlusconi doesn't seem to have any real interest in solving the problem. He pushed <laughs> some austerity measures through, supposedly because the European Bank forced him to. But I think it's more likely that the European Bank were forced to hire a seventeen-year-old girl in a miniskirt <laughs> to convince him that it was uh, worth doing instead. In fact, such is the anger at Berlusconi in Italy at the moment that I wouldn't be surprised if there is a meat hook somewhere in Rome with Berlusconi's name on it. <laughs> I, I certainly wouldn't take any leisurely strolls past any butcher shops if I was him. <laughs> He must have done that as a role-play, to be fair. (laughs) And as as you mentioned, part of the anger stems from more revelations of behaviour so seedy you could sprinkle it onto soil and grow a forest of douchery from it. (laughs) And the amazing thing is, these wiretapped conversations all come from a blackmail blackmail trial in which Berlusconi is, wait for it, the victim. I know. know, It doesn't sound grammatically correct, that, does it? But believe me, I've checked it out and apparently it's accurate. I wouldn't be surprised if he just automatically walked into the defendant's dock in court anyway, before being awkwardly ushered out, saying, well, I'm not on trial? Oh, shit, yeah, I forgot. Force of habit, I'm afraid. I'm a sorry! (laughs) He is currently involved in or facing four different trials involving a range of offences, including abuse of office, business malpractice, bribery and underage sex. Now, you might think that's pretty much a full house, but as Berlusconi has repeatedly shown, there is plenty of room in his house. He could always <laughs> squeeze in much more than you would think looking at the floor plan. And, you know, if there's one man who could be accused of using taxpayers' money and state-owned aircraft to fly prostitutes around from various places in the world to his penis and get away with it electorally, Berlusconi is that man, John. Yes, he's not many, man. Mo- no, not many politicians have that. He was described in the Daily Telegraph this week as, quotes, scandal-prone, which <laughs> was a rather neat way of putting it. I believe Ratcombe Laddich's lawyers used the same term in The Hague the other day. I guess it's neater than underage sex-prone or outright criminal. But anyway, I guess in the same way that Roger Federer is hitting a tennis ball-prone. The, the problem is that the evidence in this blackmail trial, which is now part of the public record, features some pretty low-grade behaviour from the Italian scallion himself. <laughs> um, I, say, uh, I say scallion, Andy, because as a man, he's undeniably flavourful, but too much of him leaves a rather unpleasant aftertaste. <laughs> now, and what, he does dress up like a spring onion every Thursday as well, <laughs> in another <laughs> one of his ro- role plays. Dress up as Mussolini in a spring onion costume hanging from a meat hook. Anyway... <laughs> <laughs> these uh, these tapes show a man with a lifestyle so horn-based that <laughs> even Caligula would have dusted himself off and said, OK, ladies, that was fun, but seriously, I really ne- need to get some work done now. 
<laughs> but it's a bit of a risk, don't you think, John, for Italy in these straightened economic times to have a Prime Minister who considers a double-dip recession to be scaling back from eight hookers a night to two. <laughs> The, the calls reveal the extent to which parties involving dozens of young models and escort girls were arranged for Berlusconi by his middle man, uh, Gianpaolo Tarantini, uh, a pimp and convicted cocaine dealer. He's the man who's been accused of blackmailing Berlusconi in exchange for his silence over the alleged prostitution ring. And do we actually, <laughs> technically, do we need to keep saying alleged, Andy? I mean, <laughs> is, is it not basically legally safe now just to call it a prostitution ring? <laughs> I don't know how much doubt is really involved here anymore. Anyway, the point is, in one conversation, as you mentioned, uh, Berlusconi bragged that he had sex with eight women in one night. He said, last night I had a queue outside my door. There were 11 of them. I only managed to do eight of them. I couldn't manage any more. You can't get round to all of them. And that has to be bullshit. He sounds like a 12-year-old boy coming back from summer camp saying to his friends, yeah, of course I had sex. When I was at camp, I had sex with a million gajillion girls, all of whom were models from Canada who I'm still in regular contact with, but who you cannot find on the internet. <laughs> I guess unless it was, you know, taken out of context and we said, he said that he had 11 of them, but he only managed to do eight of them. Maybe it was Sudoku puzzles. I mean, we don't know necessarily. <laughs> That's true. That's was. true. He was talking in Italian, and yeah. no one really speaks that language. No, not anymore. They haven't for 2,000 years, properly, anyway. Uh, but so, because of these tapped phone calls, Berlusconi is also now accused of giving his pimp a diplomatic visa to join him on a trip to China. Tarantini apparently uh, phoned up a colleague to ask how he could set up a night's entertainment for Berlusconi during the visit, saying, I want someone on the inside who can organise an evening, because he said he'll get fed up with the official formal things there. <laughs> and to be fair, Andy... State visits do look boring. Now, I'm sure that whenever the Queen goes away, she has a bunch of male strippers back in her <laughs> hotel room so she could just blow off some steam after seeing yet another group of schoolchildren in traditional dress squawk their way through a national folk song. <laughs> that was so boring! Giovanni, oil yourself up and show Lizzie what the good Lord gave you! I'm going to bounce this 50 pence piece with my face on it off your buttocks! <laughs> Are you listening, Mr Scorsese? Are you listening? Come on, Come on, I can do. I can do. A, I, I can do a kind of queen as well. <laughs> if you needed a queen, you just don't want to be a kind of 1920s Brooklyn. You don't want to be uh, a victim of your own versatility, John. I think you should either focus on the queen or the Italian. <laughs> okay. Okay. An added complication is that as further details have emerged of Berlusconi's beyond Caligulan lifestyle. He is imposing a multi-billion euro austerity package on his people, <laughs> which must, must be slightly hard to take from a man who looks like he would happily slap a million-dollar bill on a stripper's arse and tell her to go <laughs> buy herself something nice. But, that, but that, that's the point, Andy. Like you said, you, he refers to himself as Prime Minister in his spare time, so it's amazing he's even got time to try and do this, because presumably he would, uh, he would put on his tax form that his real job was Duke of Banging. <laughs> now, I'm sure... <laughs> I, I, I'm sure... I'm sure... That everyone's thinking, well, that must be it. Now, you title, get... That was a title of your debut Edinburgh show, wasn't it, Tom? It was, it was, and it was misunderstood. <laughs> uh, people thought there was a second meaning there, and there really wasn't. <laughs> uh, you, you, you might be thinking, well, that must be it. You can't get any worse than claiming that you're Prime Minister in your spare time. And Now, I, I would say to that, do you not know who you're dealing with here? <laughs> this is Silvio f***ing Berlusconi. F***ing is literally his middle name. He had it changed by deep pole. And... And the, the truth is, it does get worse. On the 13th of July, uh, he erupted in anger during a phone call, saying, They can say about me that I screw. 
It's the only thing they can say about me. Is that clear? They can put listening devices where they like, and the fact that this was being taped proved that that was true. <laughs> they can tap my telephone calls, said Silvio. Again, misunderstanding just how ironic that was about to become. <laughs> I don't give a f In a few months, I'm getting out to mind my own f***ing business from somewhere else, and so I'm leaving this shitty country of which I'm sickened. <laughs> Ouch. Vote for me. <laughs> shitty country. Oh dear. Although, to be fair to him, since Berlusconi came to power ten years ago, Italy is a lot shittier than it once was. <laughs> and his response to this particular revelation was to argue, it's the kind of thing you say late at night when you are relaxed. <laughs> <laughs> relaxed? You mean wasted, right, Silvio? <laughs> you definitely mean wasted. Thank you for listening, Buglers. If you've enjoyed this show, A, well done for your correct lifestyle choices in general, and B, go and tell a friend about this and all of the other offerings from the Bugle Stable, all available via thebuglepodcast.com, or if you're feeling that way inclined, leave us a nice review or comment somewhere, ideally not just by scrolling it on a bench. Goodbye. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hi, it's producer Chris from The Bugle here. Did you know that I have a new series of my podcast, Richie Firth Travel Hacker, out now? It's the show where Richie Firth and I talk about how to make travel better in our very special way. In this series, we discuss Lime Bikes, Teslas, the London Overground, and a whole bunch of other random stuff that possibly involves wheels or tracks or engines of some variety. God, what a hot sell this is. I mean, you, you, you must be so excited. Listen now.